Vox Quick Hits. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome back to What to Watch, the show where we tell you what to watch. I'm Emily Vandorf. I'm the critic at large for Vox. I'm Melissa Wilkinson. I am Vox's film critic. This week, we are recommending a fantastic documentary that will get you in the summertime spirit with some wonderful music. It's already winning lots of awards. Nobody ever heard of the Harlem Culture Festival. Nobody would believe that happened. 50,000 beautiful people here in Mount Morris Park. I gotta admit, I'd never heard of the Harlem Cultural Festival. My producers, Robert Fivlin, Joseph Patel, and David Dennerstein, they showed me that footage. This was real. <laughs> so, The name of the movie is Summer of Soul, and it's in theaters and it's on Hulu now. Alyssa, you really love this film. Can you tell us what you like about it? Sure. So it's a film that's directed by Amir Thompson, who you just heard in that last clip. You may know him as Questlove, the lead singer and drummer from The Roots. He directed this documentary. It's his debut. And he gave it the subtitle, Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. So it's recounting a really interesting, almost kind of lost bit of history. In the summer of 1969, there was an event in New York City called the Harlem Cultural Festival. It was this huge outdoor concert held over a whole series of weekends in a park in Harlem. And people started kind of calling it Black Woodstock because it was just a collection of like every great black musician you could possibly think of in all kinds of different genres, doing all kinds of styles of music. And they were performing over these weekends and people could just show up and listen to the music. But the concerts basically got no press coverage at the time. There are lots of reasons for that. You can imagine some of them. Um, a lot of attention was focused on this other thing that you might recall uh, called Woodstock that was happening upstate. But the whole thing was filmed. So there was all this footage. And the footage basically got put into canisters and sat in somebody's basement for 50 years, which is the kind of origin story that sounds like it's made up, but it's totally true. So fast forward 50 years, someone found the footage and brought it to Questlove and said, I think this would make a really good documentary. And the result is Summer of Soul. This movie premiered at Sundance this year, although Sundance was virtual. So I, you know, watched it on my couch, as did lots of other people. And it was a hit. So uh, obviously it sounds like this has some of the great musicians of the era in it. Um, so tell us who performed at this festival and, and who's in the documentary. And Alyssa, what are your favorite performances in this film? We couldn't possibly name every single performer. I mean, there's just so many. It's sort of this embarrassment of riches. You're you're watching the film, enjoying the music, and then every moment there's like a new performer and it's just like, this is an incredible bounty. But here are some people you might have heard of. B.B. King, Sly and the Family Stone, 
Nina Simone, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Mavis Staples, Mahalia Jackson. It's just this incredible lineup. They're kind of divided out into their different styles. So you kind of get to experience gospel and funk and jazz and all of these different genres. Uh, I personally thought the gospel section was really moving, partly because, of course, Mahalia Jackson was quite old at the time um, and a venerable performer. And it's just this really moving, incredible thing. And then we also have all this footage of the audience. So you see just a sea of people enjoying themselves, enjoying the music, you know, dancing, singing, praying. Like everything is happening right there in the park. Um, and it's it's pretty extraordinary. So I think... Some people might think of, for instance, the famous Woodstock documentary as an analog. That one's all observational. This movie is a little more contextual. It tells us a little bit about what was going on at the time. Um, it tells us what it was like to be there. And then it also lets us have the feeling of being there. You, you sort of alluded to this, but how does it sort of expand beyond just this concert to talk about, I guess, some of the events that were happening in 1969, which is a really pivotal year? Hugely pivotal, right? The sort of 1968 to 1970 stretch is a really important one um, in American history. There are talking heads, I guess you would call them in this documentary, um, which are, you know, historians and journalists and also some people who were there talking about what it was like to be there, what they were feeling at the time. And the film goes into some of what was going on politically and socially and culturally at the time. So you kind of have that context if you know, maybe you weren't alive back then or you're not as well-versed in history as you might hope or any of those things. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, and it's especially focused on what was going on in 1969 in the Black community specifically and what it was like to see Black culture kind of become a thing right at that moment um, in the broader consciousness, but also for the people who were there, that there was some moment of crystallization that was happening this summer, and this festival was a big part of that. Yeah. One of the things that's fascinating to me is the degree to which music documentaries are like this sort of big business right now. And so many of them, it's just kind of like their reason to exist is we could clear the rights to all this music. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> what sets this film apart from some of the other music documentaries out there? So a lot of music documentaries are made for I guess what you would call the fans, right? It's like, hmm. oh, we were able to get the rights to this. Uh, some people talked to us, and so we're going to make this documentary because you're a fan yeah. of this band. Mm -hmm. um, I would say this one is more um, interested in the culture around it and in just spotlighting this incredible thing that happened that we've forgotten about. It's sort of right. reinvigorating an event that really did happen uh, with life that's been taken away from it for a half century. And in that way, kind of rewriting the story of what was going on musically in 1969 in the summer. Yes, Woodstock happened, um, but something else was happening that was actually bigger and in some ways even more significant. Alyssa, where can folks watch this film and what is the time commitment? So the film is playing in theaters. And if you have the opportunity and feel comfortable going to the theater to watch it, I can say you'll probably really enjoy the experience. You know, it'll be a lot more like being at the concert yourself. If you would prefer to watch it at home, you can stream it on Hulu. And it's just under two hours, uh, a real enjoyable two hours, just, just the length of a great concert.
Well, thank you so much for listening to us this week, folks. We're going to be back next week. And remember, if you have anything that you would like to see us tackle, like recommendations, a mood you're in, you just want to watch a really great movie about bees, you can write to our producer, Taylor Macon, at Taylor, as in Swift, dot Macon, that's May is in the month, can is in a soup can, at voxmedia.com. Taylor.Macon at VoxMedia.com. And special thanks to Melissa Pones and Hemlock Creek Productions for engineering today's episode. Alyssa, I have a I have a grand theory behind why music documentaries are so popular right now. Oh, I bet you do. What is it? Baby boomers don't want to think about how death awaits all of us. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> 